You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. In Southern California, you're in your car a lot. Over time, you're going to put some wear on it. But new Toyota owners don't really have to think about that because they have Toyota Care. They just stop by the dealership, hand over the keys, and get no-cost factory maintenance, covering normal wear for two years or 25,000 miles, whichever comes first. Get all the details on Toyota Care when you visit buyatoyota.com. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Nothing. Friday night. Friday night. One day late. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm in my slides. You say you got slides on? Yeah, you know what that means. Are you dancing? No, it just means you're chilling. I thought you mentioned dancing slides. <laughs> what are dancing slides? Isn't that a type of shoe? Yeah, so, really like, I mean, I, I, to my knowledge, this is always my perception, but I thought you, you could slide well and it was like kind of rug easier. <laughs> no, this is, uh, I don't think it has anything to do with dancing. They're like, they're like the sandals. Um, how would you describe these? Just the one solid strap around the top. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with the slides you're talking about. Oh, okay. Kind of like a slipper. Yeah, yeah. Except with, uh, yeah, like you said, a sandal slipper, essentially, right? Yeah, you just wear them around the house. They're like basketball players. High school athletes like to wear them. Yeah, they do. With some knee-high knee socks. So you got your slides on on a Friday, huh? Hell yeah. What was that beef? Are you microwaving a Hot Pocket? I'm microwaving some shit food that I need to survive. Yeah, that really was a microwave? Huh? That really was a microwave? Oh, yeah. Was it a uh, Hungry Man dinner? No, it's a Jimmy Dean breakfast bowl. Oh, Not as terrible. I know, I know how you feel about Jimmy Dean, and I feel the same way, but we need to survive. Oh, man, you've been scarfing down those Jimmy Dean's frozen treats for years. They, they, they're not fun. They are what well, They are what they are. They're conveniently quick, though. So tell me about it. What's it got in there? A little egg, sausage gravy, cheese. Yeah, this is the uh, this is the sausage gravy one. So it's got uh, egg, a little bit of biscuit, uh, and sausage, and some gravy. Cheese. Oh, and it's done. I heard that. <laughs> is it uh, cheese? Oh yeah, there's cheese. There's cheese in everything, Eric. Yep. How long you got a microwave for? A minute and a half? Two minutes and stirring, then one. And it looks god awful. I should take a picture of this for the Instagram post, huh? You should. Alright, I'll take a snapshot. God, did it have a did it have a film over it you had to remove, or do you leave that on, or do you vent it? You, you vent it, and then you, you, you remove it to reveal the sloppy mess that you're about to consume. Man. Sounds delicious. So you buy those in a single pack or you buy a big box? Single. Okay. Well, that sounds like a good dinner. Uh, no, that is not your <laughs> typical Friday night meal, but I'm like, came back from the bar and I'm going back out to the bar, so this is just getting me from point A to point B before I get a burrito or uh, 
some za or some shit later. I'm eating healthy. Yeah. So how are the Bears doing right now? Bears not doing well. No? Just all backups? Yeah. That's alright. Did you see any Trubisky? No, Biscuit didn't even play today. Cohen? It's just, Chase, it's just been Chase Daniel. And then, then they put in the third stringer, so. Alright. So no updates on the Bears. Nope, nothing too special. Okay. They did have two takeaways in the first half, though. Interceptions? No, uh, forced fumble. Daniel Jones got some butterfingers. What a dumb fuck. Yeah. You gotta cut him, Jeff. Listen, we're gonna cut that, that poor bastard. Did you hear that? Was that some scissors? Yeah, did you hear it? Yeah. A little snip. A little... Cut that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's been going on? Uh, not too much lately. Uh, Jim and Ants were in town this week, so been with them, been with the uh, nephews a lot. They just left yesterday. So parents were in town. Did you guys go to Fogo de Chao again? No, they were they were here to babysit while uh, my brother and his wife went up to the mountains for a little weekend getaway. Yeah, or no, a wedding, wedding, and then a show. What show? Trey Anastasio. Okay, little fish fish heads. I mean, you, you know, you know, my family is. You know them like they like that fish shit. And fish. They'll be coming out here Labor Day weekend for three days of fish at Dick Sporting Goods Park. <laughs> Who's coming out? Uh, well, my oldest brother's coming from California, and I know I know my other brother's going, and I'm sure they got a crew. Are you going? If I can find a cheap ticket, but I don't like getting all the way out there. But it was hell getting out of there when I went there for my brother's bachelor party a couple of years back. Yeah, it's a, it's way out there, attic. It's not in the city. Yeah, well that's cool. What, what do you mean it's hell getting out? Like the drive? Yeah, well if if you're not driving out like myself, if I'm getting the lift or a cab oh. or whatever, like I waited three hours in a line that never really moved oh and you can't like you can't walk anywhere because there's nowhere close to walk to to get a lift you're just out in the boondocks well you gotta you gotta plan it brah find somebody you can go and just latch onto somebody else's ride out of there something like that um so you last night i woke up or let's see Two nights ago, uh, we woke up to a bat flying around our fucking heads. Holy shit! Yeah, you ever you ever had a bat? No. Man, that's some John Candy shit. <laughs> what movie's that? Great Outdoors. Yep. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, we just. It was a weird night because Samantha wanted to go to bed super early because she was tired, and I was like, okay. I'll just watch TV, and of course, I, you know, I can't, I get the sleep attacks. Oh, yeah. So if I'm sitting still, I'm probably asleep. I mean, it, I could fall asleep right now. You never know. <laughs> but, <Seriously>. um, <laughs> anyway, so I fall asleep too super early. So it was just the craziest night already. And then, uh, at like 9.30, 9.45, she woke me up and said there's something flying around our heads. And I was like... Like, you know how you're retarded when you wake up. Yeah. So I have no idea. I'm like, what? Flying? Something flying? Like, you don't know what's going on. No, not at all. <laughs> you just want to go back to sleep. Yeah. So, like, after 30 seconds of her telling me there's something flying around our heads and me just ignoring it, I finally decide <laughs> to investigate and open my eyes. 
And uh, sure enough, there's something flying around our heads. Heavy investigation. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not just like a bug or something like I imagined. It's an actual. I mean, there's a an animal flying around our heads. You gave an ocular pat down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A mammal, to be exact. Yep. And the the first clear memory I have is, like, out in the hallway. And Samantha was still in the bed because she was scared. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, why don't you come out here? Like, I just totally just realized it was something flying around my head just ran to the hallway. And then by then I was kind of alert. And then, uh, so she comes out to the hallway and then it's just a mess from there. Uh, as you can imagine, like, what, what do you do? You got a fucking bat in your room. Open windows and, like, that's what I would do. Open windows and just kind of like, yeah! Shoot it out of there? Yeah, that's what we... I'd be too scared to get anywhere near it, so I'd just, like, yell at it from afar and, like, maybe just trap it in the room and hopefully, eventually, if with an open window, it'll fly its ass out. Yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> but that that's that's a technique, Jeff, but let me tell you, these things are like mice. Like they're sneaky as fuck. So you I might am. you might leave the room for a day and think you got you're all good and go back in there and close the window and then he's just <laughs> fucking flying around like an animal again. That's that's very true. So, um so yeah, we're out in the hallway and we're just just being big pussies and uh I could hear it flying around, you know, through the door. And then you crack the door and look in, and that thing, you know, they fly in circles because of the sonar. And uh, so it's just flying in circles like a madman. And uh, when these things fly, they're like eight inches wide. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they're, when they're like, hanging or, you know, chilling, they're tiny. They're like the size of mice. But once their wings come out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so this thing's... Yeah, so this thing's flying around. And I remember saying... In the bed when we were like dumb as hell. Like she was awake but I'm just dumb as hell staring up at this thing. And I remember saying, it's a bird. It's a bird. Yeah, it's a bird. Bird up, bro. So, uh, which is ridiculous. Like of course it'd be a bat and not a bird. What a dumbass thing to say. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) anyway, we're we're peeking through this door. You know, it's flying around. Finally it stops. So I open the door, and uh, we're looking around the room, and uh, I can't find this fucking thing. Like I said, they're tiny. Yeah. So I finally see this black thing hanging up in the corner. I'm like, oh, there it is. So, like, we're just being the biggest pussies ever. Like, you can imagine, like, in the middle of the night, like, I'm, like, it's just, you know how it is. I'm like, God, I don't. Of course, dude. I don't want anything fucking around in my house like if there's a bug or a spider i'll fucking be ultra conservative (laughs) yeah so i'm like okay so i look online they're like this is how you catch it so i get (laughs) so i get a five gallon bucket from my garage and i'm gonna try to trap it against the wall you know capture it i'm gonna be here so the five gallon bucket doesn't fit in the spot it's at so i get like a little trash off a little office trash can Yep. And I'm going to try to sneak up on it and put it over it and then slide cardboard under it. But this fucking thing was evasive. Anytime I got within like a foot of it, like where I was about to strike, it would just like you can see it's like ears or something perk up like and then it was just fucking flying around the room. So Jesus. so I tried that once, didn't work. It was above our master bath door, so now I'm hiding in the bathroom as it flies around. And she's on the other side of the door of the bedroom. Um, And then it stops again, and I can't find it again. Now it's above the bedroom door in the same exact spot, but on another door. I got got to pause you really quick. Is there, like, screaming and yelling going on? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just want to paint the seat. Yeah, because she's really pissed that I'm not killing this thing, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like, what are you, are you retarded? Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? And I'm like, I don't know. It's the middle of the night. Like, I can't even think straight. They fucking, it's a bat. So now I'm in, now I'm in locked, locked up. I'm holed up in the bathroom here, and uh, the fucking bats above the bedroom. 
the uh, bedroom door. Hold on. Oh. Well, pfft. You hear that? What's that? That's an in incoming call from Samantha herself, but I already told her we were recording, so I don't know. Yeah. But, um... Uh... So I'm in the bathroom. Now it's above the bedroom door, so I try the same technique. Doesn't work. Same thing. Like, when I get within a foot, its ears perk up, and then it... <laughs> fucking flying around the room. Uh... Then it, it lands on top of like our curtains and crawls under the curtain, you know? Yeah. Like it, it finds its way to hide behind this curtain. I'm like, you bastard. So now it's hiding behind the curtain. I'm trying, I'm, I got a broom and now I'm using the broom to, f you know, I'm, I'm ruffling the feathers. I'm ruffling the curtain trying to get this thing to come out. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, yeah. And it's being a hard ass. Like, it's like these things are, are fucking smarter than I am. Like. I'm hitting this window, throwing shit at it, brooms all up in it, and it's not coming out. Like, it's not getting ruffled. So... Was there a shoot throat? What? Was there a shoot throat? No, it was right next to a window, so I didn't want to throw the shoe. If I had my slides on up there, I probably would have threw it. <laughs> the slides, you can really throw a slide good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like the... Like, uh... Oh, I can't remember what they're called. Anyway, this thing's, I, I hit, I finally see where it is. It, it makes a move. It shows itself. It crawls a little bit. I'm like, okay, there it is. So now it's behind the curtain. I'm in front of the curtain, but I know where it's at behind the curtain. I saw it move. So yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, sorry. I'm yeah, I'm locked in. I say goodbye to uh, Mr. Environmentalist here. And we're going to have to murder this bat. There's no other way around it. So I <laughs> I get I get behind it with the broom and I'm just going to stab it into the wall. I know where it's at. I can't see it, but I know where it's at. So I, I thrust at it. Boom! Go to stab it with the broom. And I got him. I don't know how much I got, but I got something because he just he whimpered out onto the wall like I'd maybe broken a leg or something. And then it takes off. <laughs> fucking flying in circles around the room at this point samantha was watching me do this and then she slams the door so now i'm locked in it's just me oh, and, shit. it's just me and the bat we're toe-to-toe -to -toe. Oh, we're toe-to-toe -to -toe. yep two men enter one man leave yep. so it's flying around in circles so now i got the broom in my hand and i'm just gonna start swinging at this thing like like i'm playing baseball <laughs> so <laughs> first swing i miss Shoo! It keeps going. Second swing, miss. Shoo. Keeps going. On the third swing, I connect. Boom. Hit it on the ground. Solid connection. It knocked it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it stunned him. He's down on the ground. I hit it with two more vicious strikes. Um, You know, to really, to end it. To put the little guy out of his misery. And uh, Samantha comes in and she's like, it's probably not dead. At this point, my adrenaline's just going crazy, and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll fucking show you dead. <laughs> and I was, I'm just gonna, you know, I was gonna put the, I mean, I was gonna end it, Jeff. Like, yeah. I mean, I was gonna make sure they closed the casket at the service. Like, there was gonna be blood on the walls. Like, it was over. She's <laughs> like, no, 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 because she didn't want blood to go everywhere. So, because <laughs> so, at this point, it was stunned, possibly dead, but not bleeding. So then, I, uh, we, you know, we're like, okay, maybe you're right. So I grabbed the garbage can I was going to use, and I trap it, slide the cardboard under it. And at that point, it does wake up. It has a resurgence. And I can hear it, I can hear it flopping around in the garbage can. Um, but I did get it, because when I, so I take it downstairs, and then I'm in my, this is the best part of the story. I'm in my underwear, just the skivvies, you know. And I, and I walk out, and there's always kids in our neighborhood, and I walk out onto the front porch, just holding, I mean, picture me holding a garbage can with a with a piece of cardboard on the top of it, and I, in my underwear, and I just launch, I just launch the entire rig as far as I can out into my front yard. 
Like, if anybody saw it, they're like, damn, that dude just came out of his underwear and threw a garbage can across his yard. Like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? And uh, I saw the uh, I saw the mouse come out. Or not the mouse. I saw the, the bat come out and didn't move. So I guess it was dead. It just had one last little fight left in him in the garbage can there. But, um, yeah, that's the bat story. So he got a dead bat in the yard. Yeah, well, I went to pick it up the next morning. Uh, and it was gone. So some of the, the scavengers got after it. The savages. Oh, okay. Possums or a coon or something. Well, Christ almighty. Yeah, so that's how that's you handle a bat. Uh, two nights ago. Jesus Christ. So yeah, next time if you get a bat, just get yourself a broom with a nice wide head on it and just go in there swinging. Yeah, so clear, clearly, clearly that's why we're a day late, man. Is Eric had some trauma to deal with. <laughs> yeah, we're we're a day late for many reasons. Uh, it was a tough week for us. Oof. Yeah, it was intense, Jeff. But I talked to this guy at work, and he said, "What you do is you open a window, like you said, and then because they 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 you know they fly in circles like that, especially in a room." So all you have to do is get a big sheet and hold it up in the air and make it real big, you know? And you just yeah. kind of you just kind of guide him towards the window with the sheet. The sheet kind of acts like a wall, you know, for the sonar. Yeah. And you just guide it out of the room. I think I've seen that technique on, uh, I don't know if that was on Great Outdoors or something else. But they had hockey sticks taped to a sheet. Oh, and that's, that's what they're doing? Yeah. Or were they trying to catch it with a sheet? I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Yeah. Well, either way, there you have it. That's how you handle bat. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, wouldn't that suck? It was terrible. Yeah. That's, that's, that's got no, all. That's no way to wake up. It's like, oh, now I have a live animal I have to deal with. Like, Billy the Exterminator. Seriously. Um, so yeah the podcast is late um i did have my brother-in-law was upset about it so somebody out there cares (laughs) you know uh hopefully there's somebody else there that's waiting on this and maybe they'll be excited i don't know but yeah we maybe we lost half our listeners i don't know we'll see yeah this will be the true test does anybody care is anybody waiting? We'll see. <laughs> we couldn't do it Wednesday because uh, Jeff's parents were in town, and Thursday I had uh, a uh, like a work party with my wife, a uh, the second annual hot dog mixer, AMRE, and oh, yeah. um, had a couple of schlongs and played some mini golf. Sounds great. And then uh, today, it almost didn't happen either because it got a little crazy. So it's just been wild. Yeah. But um, let's talk about a little SummerSlam, Jeff. Let's get ahead and do it. Because we're already 20 minutes in here. It's okay. That story was worth it. That's a great story. Yeah, I mean, there's I, not... I, I kind of wanted to get Samantha and uh, get her take on it, but perhaps another time. Yeah, well, she probably just would have said I was being a big wiener. Yeah, which I—I I mean, I—I I, I was. When you wake up in the middle of the night with a flying animal, you—you're you, all sorts of fucked. You're like what? Like uh, I, I freak out over a spider, so I, I would not deal well with that. So SummerSlam, Jeff. I don't. I don't. I mean, we don't need to go over the whole show. Everybody's seen it. But what do we like? What's the biggest? What's your biggest takeaway from the SummerSlam? Uh, well, biggest takeaway was our, uh, technical difficulties. I don't yes, want to sir. be that fucking wiener, but sweet Jesus, WWE. Well, I, I don't know if, did you see that a ton of people dealt with it, or what? No. I, I, I don't know how to research that. <laughs> oh, we're a couple of cavemen. We are. But, uh, I don't know, I listened to a couple podcasts and nobody said anything. Huh. But me and Jeff were fucked. Yeah. It was either 
it was either you were skipping around like a schoolgirl. It would just it would all of a sudden fast forward like thirty seconds and go to another spot in the match. Yep. Or it would uh, circle a death you and just lag. Yep. Uh, what or the other. Or, it, or it just cut straight like forty five seconds to uh, three minutes ago. Like, yeah. I was very skip. confused match wise what was going on in a match. Yeah. Well, it, would, it, it would just skip. Exactly. Uh, so I think our our viewing was a lot worse than a lot of people's. I think. Okay. But I think other people were having. The, there's no way we're the only ones. Like we we, we have nothing. To ca- well, we have the same account. Yeah. But different internet connections and everything like that. Exactly. And this was like, for those who don't know, WWE Network updated their whole platform thing. And I don't know, like, did you get, did you log on at any time last weekend, or, like, how recent to the pay-per-view did they make this update? Uh, like a week, probably, and then I tried to log, I tried to watch something, and it made me, it was gonna make me enter the credentials, and I felt, uh, and I fell asleep, so I don't know if after the update you had to re-enter the credentials, or what? That, that's what it's making you do. Yeah, did it make did it make you do it before SummerSlam? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was fucking up the whole time. Like the kickoff show, I saw a little bit of it was all fucked up. I imagine just a lot of people were in the same boat as us. Like, there's a lot of people logging in, so like shit was just all fucky. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been part of the new platform. Like something was wrong. Who knows? Um. And we we're thinking, or at least I was thinking, oh, this will this this will die out. This will get better as the pay per view goes along, but it really didn't. No, the uh, the main event was fairly clear for me. I think we are actually alternating like fuckiness. Like when it was good for you, it's fucking up for me, and vice versa. Yeah, maybe. Your main event was bad. Yeah. Um, but I thought overall, was, like I said, we had a shitty viewing, but I think overall it was a pretty solid show. Like it, it had, nothing was bad. You know what I mean? There was, no. there was stuff that was just like whatever, but nothing was bad. I think, uh, the most unforgettable match is probably Moon versus Bailey. Yeah, that one wasn't, that was nothing. But as far as the women go, um... I thought Charlotte and uh, Trish was really good. Trish showed out more than I expected, yeah. I was super surprised by that match. And uh, Becky and uh, Natty kicked off the night. Yeah. Which was a good match, but I think it was that the one we wanted to go longer? Uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was 13 mm-hmm. minutes, but it, se- it seemed sudden. Because uh, for a while, uh, Becky and Natty were doing each other's moves and shit. And you see, like, oh, it's tip for tat because they break out of each other's moves. Then Natty tried the sharpshooter. Becky got out of it, put her in an armbar, and you figured Natty would get out of it all of a sudden she tapped. Yeah. Yeah, the flow of the match didn't seem right to me. I think we, we were both surprised. Like, it could have gone 20, and I would have been fine with it. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I, I was marking out hardcore, so I was really into this match. And it seemed like the crowd was, too. But Becky still seemed the favorite, even though it was in Toronto. Yeah, uh... I, I don't know. I think at the beginning they tried to do that, but Becky ended up being the favorite. You know, at the beginning the crowd played along and gave uh, Natty a nice pop. And she came out with a Canadian flag, really heavy-handed. So. <laughs> yeah, a little pandering. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good match for sure. Uh, Goldberg and uh, Ziggler was okay. Uh, that, that was the start of my issue. So I saw Ziggler's uh, promo from lying on the mat about 800 times, but I didn't see any of the live match. Well, God, that's horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was so terrible. The match was just fine. It wasn't anything great, but everybody looked good. It was fine. Is it super quick or what? Yeah, 
Dolph, like, if I remember right, Dolph starts out with this, like, super kick. Like, instead of, like, Goldberg usually gets the spear off immediately, Dolph beat him to the punch and hit him with a super kick. And then uh, Goldberg staggered up. Or no, he pinned him. Yeah, super kick, pinned Goldberg. Goldberg kicks out after one. Gets up. Second super kick. Another pin. Another kick out. But then Goldberg gets the spear off. And then uh, Jackhammer. One, two, three. And then the charade started where Ziggler was rolling around on the ground and Goldberg kept coming back for spears. Ziggler has done this and I find it obnoxious. Yeah, it's a little obnoxious. The spears were good though. That third spear looked like he was gonna kill somebody. Yeah. So I thought they. I th- it was an okay match as far as using Goldberg. I think it was a good spot. Just throw it in there real quick after the first match. Yeah, oh, yeah, redemption. Yeah, but I think it was the beginning of the lull until we got to Charlotte. Uh, Trish for me. Uh, let me see here. Hang on, I got something. Uh, wait a second. Pages are stuck together, sorry. Yeah, uh, Shane and KO was pretty decent. Like that. I, I got up for that. Yeah, that was decent. It was entertaining. It's not a good match, but the crowd was all over Shane and shit. Yeah. Owens hit him with a low blow, which is always good. Yeah. He got a stunner, right? Yep, stunner. Hell yeah. And then Charlotte Trish, like we said, was solid. Charlotte, Char- you know what Charlotte's going to bring. Are you surprised she won? Charlotte? Yeah. No, I expected that. Because, I mean, the way Trish was wrestling, I was really like, oh shit, she might take this. I, I think I had her on the bench, but... Yeah, you did. I don't know, I just think there's no reason for Trish to win. You know, she wins and then what? She just goes off and does her thing and you know, she... well, it can it can kind of squash all this shit. Uh, where like Charlotte's saying that um, Trish isn't as good as her because she she was from the shaking the ass era. Kind of squashed that a little bit, but I don't know. That's true. I mean, what what does it really do for Charlotte? You know. I mean, it it says she beat Trish Stratus. Well, yeah, when, as she said, Trish Stratus was a soccer mom and yeah. Charlotte's in her fucking prime. That's true. So, I don't know. I was I mean, looking it's, good, at it. it's a good card. You can go either way with it. I don't really give a shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Orton KO. Yeah, we, we didn't know what happened. At least I didn't. Oh, I did. I, I mean, mean, they, they meant to confuse, but it's definitely a double count out. Well, yeah, but it was just really hard when the, everything was fucking up, and then all of a sudden the match is done, and you're like, what What the fuck just happened? So that just means the story continues. Contuber. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to milk this and turn it into a feud. Looks like it. Contuber. That, that was a bummer, man. The crowd was super into that. You had, uh, you had people on both sides. What were they chanting again? Uh, Kofi's Stupid was one. Kofi's Stupid, Randy Sucks. Or Orton Sucks, maybe. Orton Sucks, yeah. Uh, Scoozy. I'm, I'm always, um... I, I shouldn't be shocked, but I'm always shocked by the amount of Orton fans when he's been healed for so long. Yeah. Yeah, there's still Orton heads out there. Oh, there's a ton of them. I think the casual, like, or even the less. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Pretty cool, right? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep, they also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices, get them all. I like where this is going. Zenny.com. Prescription glasses starting at $6.95. Casual fan, like the guy who just kind of 
sees stuff about wrestling every once in a while. Like that kind of guy likes Orton. They like Lesnar. They oh, like yeah. they like the big you know the big dogs. Yeah. Um. Oh, Eric, I almost forgot because I turned the page and saw what match was next. This is probably the highlight of the night, huh? Oh yeah, you talking about the uh, the Fiend? The Fiend debut. Yeah, the Fiend debut was amazing. Um, mo- moment of SummerSlam. If somebody asked me, you remember Summer SummerSlam night 2019? I'll say, yeah, that was the Fiend debut. Uh, new music. The ring gear was sweet. He wears the mask while he wrestles. Uh, clown pants, like you pointed out. Yeah, 90s wrestling clown pants. Vertical stri- vertical stripes, baby. Yeah, they looked great. A sick-ass mask that we've all seen, but... The new piece that unveiled, besides the new music, was the uh, the new Lantern. Which yeah. I... Yeah, you thought was... Uh, uh, you texted me right during the entrance. You're like, is that a Jesus head? Yeah, I thought it was a Jesus head. and I, <laughs> Which just, I mean... If I couldn't already love this thing enough, I, my head almost just exploded. Like, oh my god, what are we doing here? We have a we have a Jesus head. I'm here for it. Uh, but nope, it was a Bray. It, the lantern, if anybody didn't see it, is like a it's a Bray Wyatt head, and then the mouth is like huge, and the mouth is the lantern part. Yeah. So it's like an old Bray Wyatt head. He's got like X's stitched over his eyes. It looks sick. Uh, so here's a fun fact about the lantern, Jeff. Same guy that made the mask. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so I posted a picture of it and said like, oh, this is the best moment of SummerSlam or something. And uh, I don't know how many likes it got. It, it wasn't an impressive amount at all. <laughs> so. Par for the course. Yeah. It was just our normal shitty Instagram post. Let me see how many we had here. It makes the story a little better. We had... 11 likes. Oh, shit. So not an impressive amount of likes at all. No. However... (laughs) However... One of the likes... At Baking Jason... Is the creator of the lantern. Yeah, and the mask. So does he, does he know? Like, does he work with WWE? Does he know Bray, or what's the connection there? Yeah, he yeah, worked. He was on some team that was working for WWE. They did all the Firefly Funhouse stuff, like the sets and the the whole thing. Oh shit! So it's like in depth Bray shit. Yeah. So, so that guy liked the post, which doesn't really mean anything doesn't mean that he likes us it just means he likes himself you know yeah <laughs> he was I, li- I like how much you're talking about me keep doing it yeah yeah he was he was scouring the internet he searched hashtag you know fiend or whatever and saw it and was like hey cool these guys like my shit yeah but still i thought it was interesting we got 10 likes but one of them was the guy that made it so that was kind of cool hell yeah dude but no, i think it's amazing and he used the mandible claw that he did, yeah, he's, he's bringing that back. Which you know I'm here for. I, I don't like it as much about the sock, if, I'm, if I can be honest. Well, yeah, the sock really did add to it. Yeah. Because then the casual fans like, oh, he's choking because of the sock. Like, people who don't know that that's like a real pressure point or whatever. Yeah, it's under the tongue, man. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. You don't want the mandible don't, claw. Don't try it. Yeah, don't people, try it. people are like, oh, he put the sock in his mouth. That's so fucking gay. No, dude. Grab your tongue. Lift up your tongue and grab under it with your fingers and it hurts. That's the mandible claw. No, don't, don't do it. No, do it. Don't do it. You'll pass out. <laughs> you passed out? Uh, no, I say you will. I'm not trying it. <laughs> Scared of spiders. You kidding yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, you don't do the mandible claw. Uh, no, um, I, I forgot about the goddamn fire. I've never been a fan of the fireflies in the crowd. What, what oh, they the, call them? 
The cell yeah, phone lights. People holding up their phone lights, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Like, I wanted to be, like, blackout when he was coming in, you know? No, I think you're right. I think I think that's only for face bray. Yeah, it can't be doing this shit. For heel bray, no, you gotta go pitch black. And or, the music is... Music's different and heavier, but you have those lyrics. Yeah, it's an it's, altered it's, version. Yeah, you had the lyrics, and when, when the lyrics came in is when I first saw the Fireflies, I'm like, shit, we're back to Bray. But then it got back to the heavy shit. I'm like, okay. But what if we got... what if we switched, which this will never happen, but what if they switched with The Fiend it was a lighter? Say what now? When The Fiend comes out, instead of the cell phone light, it's an actual lighter. Uh, Better. Yeah, better. It would give a nice orange and yellow glow instead of a white a white hot light. Yeah, we got we got enough light in the building. That thing was lit up like fucking Griswold family Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the white hot light is it's not uh, dark enough for the fiend. Like an, a glow of an actual flame might look kind of cool with a bad guy. Yeah. It'd be no, better. The mask, the mask is amazing. Yep. The match is really the mask is really dope. I'm really glad he wears it while wrestling, which we'll see how that does conditioning wise over time. We we know how Kane felt about that. Oh, it's hard. But they, it looks like they, they designed it with that in mind. It's got a nice big mouth hole. Yeah. So, maybe not. I mean, Bray never does any one-hour-long broadways or anything. You know. He can get some long matches. Yeah, that's true. But as we used to know, the old Bray would take naps during tag team matches. Yep. And just come out for the big spots. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was the moment of the night. Match of the night for me was still... Uh, Brock and and, and uh, Seth. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of fucked up for me. I, sh- I should probably go watch it a second time. Oh, yeah, yours is really fucked up. But it was really but, good. It was really good, man. It was like a great, you know, end a, a clean finish. It's over type of deal. Which is good. Oh, yeah, they, they, buried, they buried it. Yep. It's done. No more Seth Brock for a while, which is good. Uh, are you surprised Seth won it? Because we both had Lesnar. Yep, we had Lesnar, and then last second, remember, I changed it to, I changed it to uh, Seth before the match. Yeah, but that's just because I. Yeah, we do live predictions as well, and Eric made a audible, Trubisky style. Yeah, I mean, that's just because I was getting a flow of the night type of deal. Oh, for sure. Because after no that... no title changes. Nope, none. Yeah, no title changes. That was really weird, so I knew it had to be happen. Yeah, you gotta have at least one. So that's SummerSlam, man. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good overall. I mean, we had a shitty-ass viewing, but I think if we wouldn't have, it would have been pretty good. I think it was a solid yeah. show. Yeah, I mean, the only really internet criticism was the lack of title changes. I mean, does it matter that much? Like, when you're going in a show, I think it matters more in hindsight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, when I'm going through a show, I'm like, oh, shit, that was a good match. That was a good match. You know? Yeah, you're not thinking about it. Yeah. Unless it's Becky, of course. And then if Becky would have lost the title, I would have been... If, if I would have had these technical difficulties on top of that, I probably would have stopped watching. Been too much for you. Yeah, I would have had an emotional breakdown here. <laughs> um, so, the only... With, with I, Raw. Yeah, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead with Raw. I was going to say, uh, getting into Raw, I got a little reason to be a little nervous for Becky. No, oh, why is that? Did you not catch this on Raw? I remember she had an interview with Charlie, but I, I don't remember what happened. Okay, let me find my notes real quick here. Um, so Natty came out 
the Anatty promo at all during Raw? Don't no. tell me they scrubbed this off of Hulu. Um. No, no, oh no. Oh. Yeah, no, I remember. I know what you're talking about now. No, we saw okay. it. We saw it. Alright. So yeah, Natty has a promo and all of a sudden you hear peep, 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 peep. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck's music is that? Why is that sound familiar? Is that Alexa Bliss? And Cole's about jizz his pants. Oh my god! Boss time! Yeah, he, he was waiting for that. He was sitting on that like on a sitting on a pin. Yeah, he was loving it. Sasha Banks returns. Yeah. Which was awesome. Uh, and she comes in and uh, I think Natty was emotional at this point because she was talking about uh, the hearts or something. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's one year since her uh, Jim Nyhart passed, so. At first, Sasha is coming in and hugging her and shit. And then, all of a sudden, we get the turn. We get the clothesline. Yep. And for some reason, she takes off what we thought was her natural hair. It's, it's a wig. And she reveals that she now has blue hair. Blue heel hair. Which she's been she's been healed with purple before, so I guess this is a even more heelish heel. Yeah, she's a blue healer. The blue healer, huh? Yep. So she starts taking Natty down, and for God knows why, Becky decides to come out, because Becky's, like, pissed off and looking to pick a fight. And, uh, they, they go toe-to-toe for a while. And, uh, Sasha gets the upper hand and starts using some weaponry like a snake. It gives Becky a pretty good ass whooping. Yeah, uh, I was like, I heard somebody say, I don't remember who it was, but it was a good point. Why didn't they, why didn't Sasha attack Bailey? I, I, I was thinking that'd be a much more natural route. Yeah, because yeah, last time they left, they were on good terms, right? Yeah. Yeah, so she comes back and they're all hugging it out and then boom, blue hair comes out. Ass whooping. We already got a story. But nope, they did the classic, uh, the only story is that she wants Becky's belt, I guess. Actually, I was thinking the same shit, and, like, we've been through that fucking, we've been through that, Eric. Remember counseling? Yes. You don't want to go through counseling again? No, not at all, but... They never did. The, they just they fucked up the uh, the Sasha Bailey feud. Yeah, they did. Cause it was white hot at one moment. Remember when uh, Bailey attacked her? Yeah. And like got a oh, little yeah, they physical. Had cooking and then they just took it off the stove. Yeah, they yeah the water was just about to boil. And then they turned it down to low. But um no I was super I was pumped when I, I like having Sasha around. I mean, just because of how many titles she has and everything, this adds, like, legitimate competition for Becky. Yeah, it just just doesn't have to be just Charlotte or Bliss. Charlotte, Bliss, and Ronda is basically the only heavy-handers that she's had. Yeah, so I was definitely cool with that. Uh, Do you see a title change coming? Um... Maybe eventually, but not no, not yet. But yeah, is that what you meant? That's what you. That's why you got something to worry about. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, it's definitely true. But not. <laughs> what's the next pay per view? Just something small. I think Hell in a Cell. Oh my God! Really? I think so. I'm oh. not positive, but uh, I mean they've been advertising that quite a bit. So it's just gonna be Shane versus uh, KO again. Honest. <laughs> no, I don't want to trash anything because honestly, um, like like you talked about before with uh, leaving us with a cliffhanger like they always used to. Yeah. And they haven't been. They've been doing it lately with the Roman thing. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, they're bringing it back with that for sure. Like Roman thing makes you gives you a reason to come back and watch. Yep. 
Uh, so basically, Roman's involved in a whodunit right now. Somebody's trying to end his career. Uh, dump some scaffold or some like rigging on him, and then they hit him with their car. And uh, he he thought it was Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy blames it on Eric Rowan. So basically, blames it on Daniel Bryan. And uh, they tease it at SummerSlam, but we don't get anything else, which really pissed me off. They tease it on Raw too, and say they're going to have an update, and it was nothing. It was not an update, Eric. Yeah, so let's just let's, review of what already happened. Since this is like our biggest thing we're into, let's just go ahead and jump around to hair here. We don't have, we don't have much time left anyway. So, what happened on SmackDown with it? So on SmackDown, um, Ryan basically comes out. Uh, he's like, well, we'll, we'll uh, what does he say? He's basically just denying the involvement and says he'll prove it by the end of the night. So it's just a little teaser to keep you involved. Yeah, so he... Later on in the night, later on in the night, you see Brian and Rowan uh, giving uh, Murphy a hard time in the locker room, like really interrogating them. <laughs> which, which turned into an internet meme immediately. Good. Oh, it had to. Oh, it did. Because immediately the, like... Brian, Brian really sold this. I can't remember what he kept repeating. You? No, but he was in his face. I mean, right in there. He was in his face and he kept repeating, like, why are you lying about me or something? Why are you lying about me? It's just, like, his facial expression reminded me of, uh, uh, It's Always Sunny, the Christmas episode, when Charlie realizes that Sam has been having sex with his wife. So he goes up to a mall Santa and, like, sits on his lap and just stares at him, demented, and, like, getting close to his face. He's like, did you fuck my mom, Santa? Oh, yeah. He's like, what? Yeah. Did He's you like, fuck did my you mom? Fuck my mom, Santa. Yeah, that's, that is what it was like. like. That, so, um, how, how's it in there? Uh, that one... Uh, they try to force him to admit that he didn't, uh, or that he lied or whatever. Yeah. And then, I don't, I don't think, I don't know, I can't remember if Buddy Murphy ever says anything. I think they just roughed him up a bit. Okay. Cause this, this all happened during the bad incident. So I was having a hard time. But then we had a last segment as another cliffhanger, like you talked about. Okay. I don't know if you caught that or not. No, do, t- do tell. Okay, so <clears throat> this is after, this is pure cliffhanger, end of the show, after the main event, which has nothing to do with this. Uh, you see Brian rolling back in the locker room, and uh, someone comes in the locker room and like, ah! expects you to come in here and it's a, you see that it's Roman so they have a little face to face and like I, I don't know Brian's still acting hard ass but basically the cliffhanger <coughs> excuse me getting emotional the cliffhanger is that uh, he's like we've been doing our own investigation Roman and uh, we will bring you the culprit next week Oh shit! I love the idea of Eric Rowan's dumbass and Daniel Bryan holding an investigation. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I was just confused as to why Daniel Bryan and Rowan were so vehement, like vehement, like how am I, What am I trying to say? Vehemently. Vehemently deny the Roman thing, like, like they were like it's so serious about it. I guess I guess it kind of lends to Brian's like his character right now is kind of losing it, you know. Yeah. Because I think the old heel Brian would have been like, "No, I didn't hit you with that with a stupid car. Like, get out of here. No, you know." Yeah. But yeah, I guess it kind of lends to Daniel Bryan's new unhinged character. Oh, totally. Which I like. Yeah, his unhinged character is great. 
Yeah, Deaver, he's a professional man. We've we've hated on him in the past, and with good reason. Yeah. I don't like I don't like a face Daniel Bryan myself. No. I'm not no, a yes. I'm, I'm not a yes guy. Nope. And we hated on uh on Bray Wyatt as well. Oh yeah. I'll also, still hate on, I'll still hate on the Wyatt clan. Yeah, I said also with reason. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Uh, SmackDown had some good matches, and so did Raw. So, real quick, matches to check out if you haven't caught them. Uh, and SmackDown, you have uh, Flair versus Ember Moon. Yep. Ember Moon puts up a solid fight. Agreed. And you have um, uh, Roman and uh, Buddy Murphy go at it. Buddy Murphy puts up a good fight. Is, and- that, is that the match of the week? Uh, I, I, I give it a tie between that and what I was getting to on Raw, which is uh, Alexander versus D-Mac. Yep. Yep. I'll, I'll lean Roman buddy myself, but I agree. They both have killer fucking finishers, man. Yeah. Yep. Roman I mean, bu- it's, it's, it's the same finishers. Like, Roman has a just a real fucking badass spear, and D-Mac has a... A loud ass Claymore. Yeah, D Mac does. I mean, we we're D Mac guys. Always have been. Yeah. He he needs to. I don't know what they're doing with him. They're fucking him up. Is what they're doing because they're blowing it. He's awesome. He <laughs> does he does headbutts, which I always love. He's got a good move set. He's huge. He looks nasty. Uh, the Roman Buddy Murphy match. Great fucking match. Uh, Buddy Murphy does that brain buster where he lifts him up from the knee. Like that is, I love that move. I love, uh, yeah. I love the brain buster altogether. Yeah. It's when, uh, when, uh, AJ first went heel with, uh, with the club recently, he was doing brain busters uh, he was kind of doing them as finishers, you know? Yeah. And I hope, I hope that's a thing. I'm down with heel AJ doing brain busters as finishers. I'm down with heel AJ, man. Just keep doing your thing. Yeah. Yeah, we got a little bit of that. Um, I don't know if there's much else to talk about. Oh, King, uh, there, King there's of... There's some foreshadowing going on at the end of Raw. Oh, what's that? Uh, so the main event of Raw was Rollins versus AJ with the club. The club ended up getting involved and beating the shit out of uh, uh, Rollins. Ricochet runs in and he gets his ass beat. And then Braun fucking comes in and takes care of business. But then he's like holding the title a little bit when he's giving it back to Rollins. So you don't know if like maybe those two are going to go toe-to-toe. Because I don't think they ever have, have they? Um... Rollins-Strowman? I don't think for, like, anything, any significant feud, no. So that, that could be something in, in the brew house. Yeah. I'm glad they're, I'm glad they're stretching this Roman thing out, man. This feels old school. Oh, yeah, I, I love cliffhangers. I want more. Yeah, I mean, the, they're, they're finally telling some stories here. For sure. Maybe it, maybe it is Heyman and what's-his-face. Um, I, I, I believe that. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't it be? I don't know. Uh, King of the Ring is back. What's your thoughts? Oh, I, I completely forgot, Eric. I'm going to mark out for that. I hope they don't fucking blow it. Oh, so you are happy? Yeah. Oh, I thought you weren't going to like it. No. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's... It's a weird thing. It's it's gonna be dated. It's gonna seem weird to have a tournament for uh, something that's meaningless. That's the King of the Ring. They just need to flash that nostalgia. For some reason, they're not showing Billy Gunn in that nostalgia, and I I don't know why. Yeah, that is an odd win. Uh, let me see. Let's do it before we get out of here. Do you have anything else? Uh, oh yeah, Shane started off 
SmackDown by finding KO a hundred thousand US dollars for Elias. <laughs> hundred thousand fucking bullshit dollars. Yeah, you might as well make it pineapples, man. Yeah. Uh, but they they released the King of the Ring bracket. Have you seen that? No, it's already set up. Yep. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, do you want me to read it? Yeah, let's hear it. So, first match, or first, or let's just say here, left side of the tournament, okay? The Western Conference. The Western Conference. Cesaro versus Samoa Joe. Uh, okay. Rick, Ricochet versus D-Mac. Okay. Cedric Alexander, Sami Zayn. Miz, Baron Corbin. So, just off the top of my head, I will take D-Mac. Thank Joe. Okay. Now we go to the Eastern Conference. KO versus Elias. Ali versus Buddy Murphy. Chad Gable versus Shelton Benjamin. And, ah! and uh, yeah, Shelton Benjamin did it. Yeah. And Apollo Crews versus Andrade. Um, Ali? Cause K- no, KO, dude. no, dude, KO versus Elias. That's going to be bullshit. Shane's going to come out and fuck him or something. I think they'll just try and rough him up so he doesn't win the contest. I, I think KO takes the cake. Because, I mean, originally we had KO and Shane and, uh... Oh, no, I, I'm getting pay-per-views confused with Hell in a Cell and King of the Ring now. Is King of the Ring coming up? Yeah, it starts on Monday. Oh, okay, now I remember. The next pay-per-view is Clash of Champions. Because, oh, uh... Hold on. hold on here, Eric. What? Is there going to be a tournament at a pay-per-view called King of the Ring? Is, are they are they fluffing it up? No, unfortunately, they I think they're doing. They're fluffing it up. I think they're doing matches each week, and it culminates at Class of Champions for the final match. Oh, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Isn't it originally all in one night? I mean, I think you might have had a first or what they call a qualifying match. I think it used to be just eight people. Actually, I got my binder. Let me ch- let me flip back to a king in the ring. Uh, but I think it's just eight people in the actual pay per view, like at the tournament part of the pay per view. Okay. And, like there might have been a qualifying match to get into that eight, you know. So the couple of weeks beforehand, you'd have a qual. I'd be like, oh, this should be a qualifying match for the king of the ring tournament. Yeah. Coming up on June 21st. Yeah, that makes sense. So you'd have to win three matches to win. Three matches in one night, yeah. That would make so sense. You, it's, an, it's an endurance thing. You only give it to the fucking hustlers in the bits. A young prime Billy Gunn. An Owen Hart. A Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know? That's no, yeah, shit. I get it. I totally get it. But I'm looking here to see if I'm wrong or I'm right. And I can't find it. I mean, I wish you were right, but I think I'm right, unfortunately. Well, shit. Anyway, it's not a crazy pick. The internet has already decided as well, but I think D-Mac would be a good, uh... I think D-Mac could wear the crown. Oh, he could, for sure. He could be, he could be, he could be the king. But Joe could, too. Good, that's also a solid pick. Perhaps out of the Western Conference. Um, yeah, I just found King of the Ring 2000, and I got a tournament bracket here. There's uh, eight people to start, and yeah, it's just all the matches in one night. So the first couple, like these quarterfinal matches, I got three minutes, eight minutes, four minutes, and nine minutes. So they're they're, they're making them quick. Yeah, you got to. It starts to get longer as the night goes on, you know. Yeah. 
And it's not all that happens at the pay-per-view for you young kids out there. <laughs> you still have main events. You can still insert a Roman storyline and shit. But I, I guess they're probably, yeah, you're probably right. They're just going to do Clash of Champions and water down the whole King of the Ring experience. Damn it, I, that, that, that's a bummer. Yeah, it really blows it. Does that make sense? Because uh, King of the Rings traditionally during the lull part of the summer that we just went through, like June, July. So, if they already have pay-per-views lined up, they can't just insert a King of the Ring pay-per-view out of nowhere, I guess. So, what's your final, uh, what's your final pick for the King of the Ring? I'm not putting any. I'm not putting ink to paper yet, but uh, I'm going with KO. Okay. I think KO gets screwed, but it's possible for sure. All right. Yeah. Are you going with uh, DMAC or? Yeah, put me down for the DMAC Mac attack. I'm just, I'm just keep praying they do something with DMAC. Yeah. He just keeps losing matches, dude. It's not right. That's true. If Corbin hadn't hadn't already gotten a couple of these pushes, I would say Corbin because they could do it to him too. Oh, he's in it. I didn't even hear his name mentioned. Yep, Corbin. Where's he been? Vacay? Yeah, he must be out in Europe on vacation. God, wrestling does that so well. Yeah, they just sneak him out, and you don't even know. <laughs> I hadn't thought about Baron Corbin at all. Nope. Well, that's about it. For I, I like I like the way the stories are going. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, the Roman thing is is cool, man. Oh, yeah. There's a guy. There's a guy at work that like he just been like I don't think he's watching wrestling, but I don't know I don't know what he's doing. But anyway, he said he stopped on something and watched it, and he always talks to me about wrestling, like old school stuff. And he was interested. In that. He's like, "What's going on with Roman Reigns?" I'm like, "You like that, don't you?" Everybody, everybody likes that kind of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's a who done it. It's a car. Everybody likes a little car stunt in wrestling. Yep. All right, well, I think that about does it, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, let's get to our fucking weekends. One day late. Let's do it. Let's get to our weekends. Everybody enjoy your Friday. You know, don't uh, drink and drive and just, you know. And, uh, yeah, if you get an Uber, stay awake. Oh, why? Worried about getting raped? No, I'm not. I'm just saying for the, like, you don't put a passed out friend in an Uber for the Uber driver's uh, personal courtesy. Like, how are they going to deal with a corpse in the back seat? That's just rude. You'd probably rape them. Hey, you might. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Start calling him. Now I don't understand. Good. Okay. As things change, other things stay the same. Like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 